between the time when the oceans drank Atlantis and the rise of the sons of Arius, there was an age undreamed of. And unto this mass movement, destined to bear the jeweled crown of geekdom upon its troubled brow, it is we, mass movement's chroniclers, who alone can tell thee of its saga. Let us tell you of the days of geek adventure. been a while huh okay so welcome to episode four of geekorama and uh this time we're going to take a look at six graphic novels which have recently been sent mass movements away for review and we're going to start off with american cult which is a graphic history of religious cults in america from the colonial era to today that's published by little rock mini comics and nib it's yeah it's not for the faint-hearted it's graphic straight down the line it's absolutely direct and unflinching and if you have difficulty sleeping at night when you know about the horror that human beings are willing to inflict upon other human beings maybe it isn't the book for you um it's 18 different stories by 18 different storytellers that cover everything from waco to jonestown to well and everything in between and it it's 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 gonna stay with you long after you've read it um you know it, it's it's surprising that this book focuses on the same thing all the time it's about man's ability to exploit his fellow man when they when all that person is looking for is some sort of spiritual enlightenment and some sort of direction um and that's the common thread that exists between all these cults and all these stories it's just that human nature will always stop us being better than we are and it's a fascinating and in-depth study of why we are who we are and why we look for something more and, and, and a different ideology something that will help us to get through each day so yeah <laughs> if you're looking for something a little different american cult published by nib and little rock mini comics could be the book you've been looking for so i figured we'd do something different with the tracks this time um i've chosen three bands who i have a personal connection with um the first of these is this system kills who i know from their rectify days Pig, their singer, approached me after a Motorhead show in Cardiff, I think it was like 1987, and tried to persuade us to go to a show. And we were like 15-year-old metalheads, so we didn't know any better. And we thought, oh, why not? Let's go to this show. And it was explosive. Um, yeah, Pig has been a part of my life since that time. He's a good friend. And he's musically, every band he's been a part of has been something special. So, yeah, this is Red Brick by The System Kills. It's his old band because he's now playing with Drunken Marksman, but it's still a classic track. So sit back, relax, and enjoy.
that was the system kills with red brick uh great band and they were really really nice guys to book so let's move on um moon girl the devil dinosaur the beginning which is by brandon moncler and amy reader and various artists uh it's just been published by panini and it as the title suggests takes you right back to the beginning of this iconic duo's relationship and how they met and how they well formed the friend they the friendship the bond they did um the only way I was familiar with these characters before this was through the major comic events and their involvement with the Avengers. So it was nice to go back and see where it all began for them. And it's just pure superhero, superhero fun. It, it kind of reminds you why you fell in love with superhero comics in the first place. It's a story of outsider culture, of somebody searching to find their place in the world and finding a friend while they're doing that and finding someone who, being a similar kind of outsider they can immediately relate to a form of bond with. And, you know, who doesn't love a book with aliens, time travel, and dinosaurs in it? It's just so much fun. Um, the artwork is beautiful. The story will have you laughing. <laughs> it'll, it'll rip your heart out in some places, and it will punch you in the gut in others. It's pu it's a pure emotional roller coaster, but at the same time, it's just fantastic um honestly i can't recommend it enough that's moon girl and devil dinosaur the beginning by brandon moncler and amy reader and it's just been published by panini and marvel so get out there do what you got to do and pick up a copy all right moving on to kill whitey donovan which has also just been published by dark horse comics the trade has anyway um wow yeah it's by first timers sydney duncan and natalie uh barahona the artist and it's not the kind of thing i would usually read um not in comic form anyway mainly because it's a western and my involvement with westerns is <laughs> limited to sergio leone's uh spaghetti variety um but it's great it's 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 a lot of fun actually it's uh tale of revenge and you know one woman tracking down and finding the varmint who did her sister wrong and doing you know serving vengeance the only way she knows how by plugging in full of lead um it's pure dimestone novel excitement. There's, it, it rolls from page to page. The story doesn't let up for a second. And it's, yeah, if, if, if a dimestone novel was repurposed as a, as a comic, this is what it would be like. It's, it's almost like Elmore Leonard meets Sergio Leone, but in four-color form, if you like. Um, like I said, it's a lot of fun. It's different. And I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, what it's... Would I read more by the by this writer and this artist? In a heartbeat, I would. Um, am I a convert to the Western cause in comics? Not really, but, you know, if those two teamed up again, yeah, I'd read it. Not a problem at all. So that's uh, Kill Whitey Donovan, published by Dark Horse Comics, and it's available now. Right, before, or earlier rather, I mentioned that uh, all the bands I'm playing this episode, I have... Uh, some sort of connection with and this next band flowers of flesh and blood were fronted were and are fronted by my old friend keith thomas uh or keith eddie thomas as most people like to call him or harry potter as i occasionally refer to him. um keith used to write for mass movement he's a great guy and his <laughs> you know he is steeped in hardcore um he's more politically involved than nine tenths of the people i know um he's just a really great guy and this is his band, Flowers of Flesh and Blood. So take it away, Harry Potter. You ready? You ready? We're ready. 
That was uh, Flowers of Flesh and Blood with Parasites, which you can find on the new The Scene That Would Not Die compilation from Engineer Records that's backing up Ian Glasper's book of the same name. Right, uh, moving swiftly on to the next book we were sent for review. Uh, Spy Island. It's um, Bermuda Triangle Mystery by Chelsea Kane and Alita uh, Mitanique. It's... <laughs> I don't even know where to begin this book. It's so much fun. Um... So if the old James Coburn Flint films and James Bond's You Only Live Twice were sort of remade by the guys who make Agent Aliens and Georgie sort of madhead, the guy who presents Agent Aliens, I know it's a Greek name, I can I can never remember his surname, so, you know, Georgie Madhead because of the hair. But if he was the narrator for a Flint film that had been made by the Agent Aliens guys, this is what it would be like. It's... Uh, <laughs> spy thriller set in the Bermuda Triangle, which incorporates aliens, mermaids, um, double dealing, other sorts of spies, um, and just all weirdness, all sorts of weirdness. <laughs> and it's crammed into like five issues of this incredibly intense comic. It's funny, it's intelligent, it's acerbic, it's 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 literally pitch perfect. Uh, it's an old school page turning, twist and turning thriller that you probably find in an airport and it's just perfect holiday for it. You know, summer's coming, it's here. If you want a book that's going to make you think twice, that's different to the usual superhero fare and doesn't pull its punches and surprisingly has a female hero who you will absolutely adore because she's more like an anti-hero, then yeah, you've got to read Spy Island uh, Big, big props to Chelsea Kane because this is just fantastic. It's one of those books that once you've read it, you are never, ever, ever going to forget it. And I hope that they do Spy Island 2 or there's a second volume coming soon because, yeah, it's definitely one of those books to keep an eye out for. Okay, the most surprising book um, in this roundup is the... Late century in the Black Hammer universe, Barbalian Red Planet, um, which is a story of everyone's favourite Martian warlord who's part of uh, Lemire's Black Hammer team. Um, I say it's surprising because it's possibly one of the most powerful stories I've read in a long time. Uh, as well as having art by Jordi Belair and Gabriel Hernandez Walter, so you know it's going to look beautiful. It's written by Tate Bromwell. Um, it's a story of outsider culture that examines what it meant to be gay in 80s America during the initial outbreak of the AIDS pandemic. Um, it is absolutely heartbreaking, and if it doesn't make you want to... if it doesn't make you break down in tears at some point while you're reading it, then you know, you're already dead. This is a book that makes you want to be a better person, makes you want to do more, makes you want to learn more, makes you want to think more. It's just... You don't want this book. You don't want to read this book. You need to read this book. Um, Tate Bramble's told a hell of a story. It was a terrible time. Uh, you know, speaking as someone who was there. I mean, obviously, I don't know. I don't share Tate's perspective because uh, <laughs> being a straight white male, how could I? You know, um, I had the privileges there and the sort of power that he didn't have. Um, but this book makes me want to understand more, makes me want to learn more, makes me want to be more, makes me want to be better, makes me want to be a better man. Um, it's absolutely astounding. Uh, and it goes where no superheroes have gone before and proves that comics are still one of the most powerful literary mediums for telling stories that need to be told 
and that everybody needs to be aware of. This is the history that you should be learning. This is our history. It's our generation's history. It's your generation's history. It's the history that affects us all. Um, so, yeah, Barbarian Red Planet. It's the story of a Martian warlord that will break, absolutely break your heart and make you realise that, you know, we're not as alone as we hoped or feared that we were once were. Um, yeah, you just need to read this book. That's Barbarian Red Planet. It's published by Dark Horse. A man, I would love to interview the writer of this. I would love just to spend an hour talking history with him because, dude, yeah, you just knocked it right out of the park. Thank you, Tate. Absolutely fantastic book. So the final book on this episode's roundup is Marnius Kalgar, the first foray into the Warhammer 40,000 universe by Marvel Comics. It's written by Kieran Gillen, who's a long, long, long-time gamer, so he knows exactly what he's talking about. And the artwork is by Jason Burroughs, so you know, it makes your eyes bleed every time you look at it. It's so beautiful. Um, it's a story about what it takes to be a space marine in the dark future of humanity when we've collapsed, when society's collapsed. We've gone out to explore the stars and society has collapsed again, and mankind is trying to make contact with the furthest outposts but when you go out into the depths of space you encounter the things you don't want to find um and so we're in we're locked in an eternal war with the forces of chaos and all sorts of elder things and monstrous gods and that's what forms the backbone for the 40k universe and minus kalgar is it's a really good mythology builder um, it examines what it means to be a space marine, who the space marines are, um, and takes an incredibly in-depth, detailed look at the battle between chaos and humanity, and it's the eternal, how it's never going to end. It will be eternal. Um, and it asks a couple of important questions. What is the true price of freedom, and how much... Are we willing to devote to loyalty and honour? How much do they mean to each of us? Um, and all of these sort of gelling facets of the story take place amongst a massively a massive action epic that's filled with bloodshed, destruction, and yeah, as I said before, it's just an incredible mythology builder. It's as a first foray, it's incredible. Um, did I think it was going to be this good? I did not. I did not dare to imagine it would be this good. I should have suspected it would have been because it's written by Kieran Gillen. Um, but yeah, he has just absolutely nailed it. Um, I hope he writes more 40k stuff for Marvel. I really do. I mean, I know he's a busy guy. I know he has a lot on his plate, but wow. Uh, yeah, I absolutely adore this book. Um <clears throat> It doesn't matter whether you're a gamer or not. It's a great science fiction story. It's a great horror story. And it's a great one man against the odds story. Um, yeah, it's a story of underdogs. <laughs> it's a story of uh, the all-conquering power of humanity. And it's a story of the human spirit being crushed into nothingness by the vast cosmic wilderness. Mine is Calgore by <laughs> Kieran Gill and Jason Burroughs, published by Marvel. It's... It's a blinder. And on that note, we're going to play out today with a track by Bad Sam. Um, again, falling in with the sort of theme, the sort of theme that runs through this episode. Uh, I've known Dean, the singer of Bad Sam, for longer than probably either of us want to remember. 
Um, Cowboy Killers were one of the first punk rock bands I saw live. Um, they even played my wedding. And Bad Sam were the band that picked up the Cowboy Killers legacy and continue, uh, continue to do what they did so well so long ago. And now Bad Sam are here doing it just well. Bad Sam probably doing it better than the Cowboy Killers did. Anyway, this is uh, Recurring Mental Illness. So I'll see you next time. And a ta-ta.